Welcome to the third season of the Give, Receive, Improve podcast. In this third season, we will be focusing on the topic around the first 90 days of becoming a new manager. In this podcast, we will be talking about building and nurturing trust. We will answer two key questions, and they are 1. How do you earn trust from your team members? And 2. How do you show or showcase credibility? Hi, Lisa. Trust is definitely an interesting subject. We touched briefly about this in the first episode of this series, or specifically on episode 17. Something about trust being one of the critical success factors to succeed as a manager. You may want to have a listen to that if you have not listened to it yet. Building trust is a process of developing relationship, proving that you mean what you say, Demonstrating that you care over time, specifically for new managers, that is why the first 90 days is very important as well because you have the precious 90 days to earn trust from your team members. You know the saying, the proof is in the pudding? This is definitely applicable as you must demonstrate the right behaviors consistent with what you say as your team members are watching and judging constantly. Looking back, if I were to recall all my managers, I can safely say that those who I trust demonstrated these attributes. Number one, from the onset, they took the trouble to set the right expectations from both sides, seeking what I expected from them and sharing what they expected from me. Number two, they communicated and listened well when they talked to me. Number three, they were great at communicating feedback and following up on their pleasures and promises. Number four, they were hardcore about actions or executions and capturing key learnings to continually improve. Number five, they were honest. Number six, there were hardly any surprises as they were very consistent with what they say. And number seven, on the overall, they acted with integrity in whatever they do. So progressively, I felt that I got a safe place for me to function and perform to the best of my ability, as I knew that should I had any concerns or issues, I could just approach my manager and have a healthy and honest conversation to find the right solutions. What is your experience, Lisa, as far as building trust is concerned? Yes, Elle, it's very similar. I think that at the start of any engagement, There is the basic level of trust in that you trust that person has the necessary experience and skills to do the role because there is a track record in place. Now, the next level of trust is where the manager and the team or each member of the team needs to establish. And just like what you have mentioned, it starts with clear communication of expectations, being consistent and have a regular communication cycle, and to be consistent in terms of behavior, actions, and decision making. Everyone is on a lookout and in fact are more tentative, especially during the first 90 days because each person, both the manager and the individual team members, they're basically trying to figure out one another. As a result of this initial dating phase, getting off on the right foot is critical. Just like any dates, whenever you get on on the wrong foot, that's basically the end of the date, right? Now, as a manager, you will need to be extra aware of not just your words, but also your body language, which includes your tone, facial expressions, and so on. It is therefore essential that you're authentic. 
as this will remove any unnecessary stress on you as you're not pretending to be someone you're not. Now, we have covered authentic leadership in our previous episode, so check that out after this. One of the first few activities as a new manager, you will need to do some of the following. One, be open to feedback. Now, one of the myths of being a manager is that you know it all or have all the answers. Now, clearly that is not true. And even though the team is looking for leadership, they're not always looking for the perfect answer. They're looking for a leader who will do what he or she says and make the difficult decisions where necessary. In order to make the best and most well-informed decision, you will need to be open to feedback and other ideas and opinions. In fact, probably some members of your teams are experts in their respective areas, and so maybe you should take a look or listen to what they have to say. Number two, upfront acknowledge your strengths and weaknesses and have an open discussion with each team member so that you're able to leverage on one another's strength and to minimize weaknesses as a team. Now, this obviously requires you to be comfortable with your existing strength and weaknesses. Now, being comfortable and confident about who you are or what you possess and the value that you bring into the team will clearly demonstrate that you are a leader who is courageous and authentic in your approach. Number three, listen to what each team member of your team is communicating to you and with one another. Fact-finding or getting to know one another can only take place if you, as the leader, demonstrates active listening, and that takes time to do so. The advice I would give new manager is to talk less and listen more, because listening well helps you to build trust through knowing each person, which in turn leads you to be able to lead each person based on the type of leadership that they require from you. Some team members may require more instructional help, while others who are more experienced and competent will require more of a coaching style from you. In order for you to know which situational leadership method you need to apply, you will need to know where each member lies. And the best way to do that is to listen to them. Once you're able to be consistent with what you say and act, you are in essence establishing credibility with your team which helps with establishing and nurturing trust. Remember, credibility and trust takes a long time to build, but once it is lost, they are extremely hard to recover from. Credibility and trust takes time and effort, so make sure that you spend the time and effort that is required to build it up well. That is so interesting, Lisa. Credibility is a prerequisite to end trust, you must be credible for people to trust you. Being credible means you have the qualities of being believed or accepted as true, real, or honest. Let's take a moment to visualize the typical stuff that people talk about when it comes to job promotions. It is common for us to see the description of achievements of a person in his or her career and how he or she has made an impact to the relevant entities prior to his or her promotions. Typically, they would describe this in terms of numbers and skills so that it is easy for any general audience to relate to the success stories and why they deserve such promotion or are ready for the job. Yeah, okay, fine. Does this person sound credible now? Well, I will leave it to you to decide. A point that I want to highlight though 
EQ or emotional quotient is equally important, if not more important than the IQ. Achievements in anything that we do are always a collective result of teamwork. Many people putting together efforts to get the job done. And most of the time, it is never a work of just one person. Like I said just now, the EQ is very important. And there is really not enough clue to know where the EQ stands from the content of a promotional announcement of a manager. Values such as honesty, integrity, accountability, transparency, empathy, and many others are something that you can only visualize when you meet the newly promoted manager in person and experience some key engagement with them. As a matter of fact, it will take some time before you can fairly say that this manager is credible and I trust him. So how do you showcase credibility? What are some of the elements that you pay attention to when assessing a manager's credibility? What's your take, Lisa? Credibility is built upon consistency of your words, actions, ownership, and accountabilities. It is not something that is developed overnight. Just like what I had mentioned earlier, credibility is built over time based on your proven track record and obviously the references of people who have worked with you. There are people who have a great performance track record, but they do not have credibility because of what other people might have experienced while working with them, either because they were not consistent or they did not demonstrate integrity. Credibility and integrity are very closely linked because they all add up to whether people can trust you or not. Establishing credibility and trust is based on integrity as the core value. Once you can establish trust, the real challenge then is to maintain that trust level, if not improve that trust level. I think that we've all experienced situations where we have trusted a manager only to experience a situation where that trust is broken due to an action or a decision that is contrary to the core value of integrity. Trust is also not established if, as a manager, you do not empower and give authority to your team to perform their role. Micromanagement or an authoritative style of leadership is one of the barriers to establishing trust between you and the team, and in fact with each other. Trust must work both ways, and in order for trust to be nurtured or developed, empowering others and then standing behind them, especially when they make a mistake, is part and parcel of being a leader. Remember, making mistakes or failing to achieve a target is not the end of your leadership career, even though it might seem that way. Not having the back of your team or not protecting and defending your team is perceived worse by your team versus not achieving a target. Why is that? Because broken trust is not easily recovered. You can recover performance-based goals by achieving a certain target at a different point in time. But to recover broken trust is not that easy. Trust is essential to performing at an optimal level. That's awesome, Lisa. Thank you for sharing your experience. Evidently, this boils down to developing relationship with your subordinates and winning their mindshare that you all would be working together for a common result. You must be honest that your success is dependent on them and you have their back. From my point of view, the human touch is critical, supported by excellent operational efficiency. However, at this juncture, I would just like to reiterate that you need to consistently demonstrate the right behaviors to send the right message. 
Let me just recap the attributes that I've learned during my career from all my great managers. Number one, from the onset, set the right expectations from both sides, sharing what you expect of your subordinates and seeking what they expect of you. Number two, communicate and listen well when engaging with them. Number three, communicate feedback effectively for continuous improvement and follow up on your pledges and promises. Number four, demonstrate seriousness about actions or executions and capturing key learnings to continually improve. Number five, be honest and accountable. Number six, avoid any precedent and surprises. Be as predictable as possible. And finally, act with integrity at all times. In summary, be consistent. Say what you do. Do what you say. After numerous consistencies on these behaviors, you will be credible and earn the trust from your team members over time. Well, Lisa, I would say those are some of the pointers that will be very useful for new managers. What are some of the pointers that come in really handy to you? Yes, yeah, so those are really helpful pointers. And I would just like to add that in order for us to earn trust, especially from our teams, we will also need to be transparent, communicate regularly, and be consistent, especially in our words, actions, and decision-making. Consistency and predictability creates an environment of trust because your team will be able to know that what you say you will do. One of the hardest situations to be in is when you don't know what your manager will do or how your manager will make decisions because of his or her inconsistencies. Trust will thrive in an environment that is open, transparent, and consistent. Therefore, in order for you to demonstrate credibility, you will need to walk out your words into actions and you will need to be courageous in that process. As a leader, one of the greatest fears is making a mistake, especially in terms of making a wrong decision. However, making mistake is part and parcel of being human. And the only way to maintain and even improve on your credibility is to acknowledge your mistake, ask for help, and always be open to feedback. Craig Groeschel, in his leadership podcast, always ends with this phrase, people will always follow a leader who is real and not someone who is right. And I believe that to be true. Building and nurturing trust requires an authentic you, which in turn will show up as transparent, consistent, and walking in integrity. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and let us know what you would like to learn next. And give us your feedback as we aim to continuously improve on what we're doing. Check out our respective websites at lisalamcoach.com and sawanaali.com. Take care and remember, you're not alone in your struggles as a manager.